0: Hello and welcome to episode 18 of the Danalysis Fantasy Football Podcast. Now, now, dear listener, if you had a bad week, lay your weary head to rest. We're right here with you to soothe the pain and ease your woes, and it could all change next week. Natalie, how are you? Fine, thanks. Cool. I am also fine. I didn't Thank ask. Thank you for asking. <laughs> I literally did ask. I am fine, but I did go through a, a little bit of existential dread over the weekend. Oh, no. Uh, my grand, grand score of 32 points so <laughs> yeah yeah you mean you hadn't looked on my team <laughs>
1: i had but i hadn't realized it was that bad
0: <laughs> yeah it was not good uh davidson sanchez my boy the hipster pick finally paid off mm. yeah yeah how do you do all right
1: yeah fine yeah, yeah. what was it
0: 50 something 52 so you're above the average again oh i'm so jealous i'm so jealous but, yeah, it's, it's basically been a, a crazy, crazy, not even two, crazy, full crazy weeks. Crazy, crazy night. A cream, just a cream, like Chris, a
1: Chris. Just like Chris. Chris kiss one and Chris one and What? Kiss. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I said... What, you said Chris. Chris.
0: <laughs> that famous 80s band, Chris. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I, I mean, I, first, before we get into the matches, like, I just wanted to kick off with, could but, there ever... Yeah, yeah, yeah have been a better case for a 4-5-1 right now or a 4-4-2 because the freaking midfielders they're getting all the points
1: yeah I don't know why people don't every time always captain a midfielder and I know like in game week 14 like I didn't <laughs> but it's a rule don't captain anyone unless you're going renegades like for lols yeah don't seriously captain a forward it's not worth your time
0: yeah um Yeah, Harry Kane has obviously been the popular choice many times and it's not really working great at the moment. But yeah, if you go for a 4 4 2, 4 5 1, you can have a really strong midfield. Okay, yeah, so basically, 11 of the top 13 midfield scorers are below 10 million, and the top five strikers they all cost more than that. So I was kind of like, the maths don't add up there. You need to, Mm. you need to. Stack on those midfielders mm. um, Okay, so should we start off with the matches? Please we got a lot to get through We have So, Arsenal, my beloved mm. We'll start off with them And lovely, lovely result in midweek yeah. Five nil against Huddersfield Five
1: entire nils
0: um, And some great performances from a number of players mm. So, Lacazette got on the score sheet yeah. again uh, Ramsey with a, was it a couple of assists Four
1: I've written Four, four. <laughs> Four assists, so that's not... I mean, four assists we'll in the four.
0: last three fixtures. Yeah, yeah, that makes more sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so he's he's been on pretty astounding form of late. I mean, I, I had a little note here about uh, Ramsey's performance. So Ramsey... Yes. Now risen to 7.2. Yeah. His last however many fixtures this is, six points, ten points, six points, three points, six points, nine points, 12 points, zero points, didn't play... Uh, three points and six points, and that's that's pretty mental. That's really good form, right? Are you sure that's right? That is right. I took it from FPL. Uh, so four blanks in twelve, include uh, sorry, not four blanks. three blanks in ten. Uh, one game was missed. Assist machine, possibly. Yeah. Do you not believe me?
1: No, I no, I didn't. was really. <laughs> true, why man. I didn't write them down, but it's uh, true. Uh, yeah. No, yeah. I
0: do believe you. Only only three blanks in ten. Uh, Arsenal's fixtures after this Man United game that you just struggled in mm. they look very nice and I don't know I, I think it's between him and Ozil if you're looking for a midfielder right because Sanchez is way out of the question yeah for sure uh, um, although he did score in this game yeah
1: it's too much money to care about yeah um, so Ozil in the game against Huddersfield got one goal and two assists mm. but then just seems so much less consistent Um, compared to Ramsey. Yeah. And for the price...
0: You'd be mad to pin it on Ozil, right?
1: Yeah. Um, Like, it was what I was going to do. I was going to take Ericsson out for Ozil. And then I was When you told me that,
0: I was like, what are you doing? You're crazy. Yeah.
1: So it was just so that I could keep the money tied up because I didn't want to... So you didn't spend it accidentally. (laughs) And so that I could get someone like Ericsson back in Mm. if I needed to. But yeah, it's just really dumb. Actually, yeah. just commit commit to Ramsey. Move take move that money elsewhere. That was it,
0: and I was thinking kind of the same. After you said it, I was like, oh, "Are you crazy?" And then a day later, I started thinking, "But maybe." that was a good shout. Um, but yeah, it, on the weekend, uh, Arsenal faced Man United at home, and our glorious home record was dashed by Jose's warriors. Yeah, this was this was really disappointing. Firstly, it was an amazing performance from Arsenal riddled with horrible defensive errors yeah. so six oh, no it's four minutes into the game uh, Koscielny gives the ball away Kalasinac is committed gets uh, Valencia gets her first then everyone is drawn to the ball after he po- uh, passes to Pogba and it's an easy pass to Valencia to the side for him to finish underneath check and I wasn't even watching the match at that point because I hadn't got my stream ready and I was like oh no I missed the goal that's great um, and then shortly after Mustafi he, he makes a horrifying Possibly a worse mistake Because with Koscielny's I was like At least I could see Who he was passing to Mustafi He had like two options Side to side He turns into the guy Who's right next to him Gives him the ball And then it's another goal And it was It was a really Disappointing start mm. um, But Arsenal were amazing They So expect a goal stat for you Arsenal should have won 5-2 <laughs> If that was uh, if That counted for anything and I'm like, look so I'm looking forward to the expected trophies we get at the end of the season <laughs> as a reward. Um, but no, like, I I think despite the horrible result and the third goal as well was more poor defend, defending from Kashani. This is very encouraging for Arsenal. Mm. Because the problem was they weren't very efficient at finishing and David De Gea played a freaking worldie. Yeah. Um, which I think is kind of worth talking about briefly because he got eight points despite... Conceding a goal.
1: Can I just make a note about Huddersfield before we completely move on to? You, yeah, right? sure. Um, what's happened to the defense?
0: Mm. It's been a horrifying mess, hasn't it? Like I
1: just, especially for the Arsenal game for Everton, I'm not so asked, but for the Arsenal game, I just thought they'd be a bit tighter. Mm. I just thought they would be better. Mm. Yeah. I didn't think they'd keep a clean sheet, but I just thought it'd be better.
0: Yeah, so they conceded one and they still look quite dangerous at times. Like, they definitely threatened Arsenal's defence. Um, but I-, I felt like the problem was for them, they conceded like three really quick goals in, in about four minutes. Mm-hmm. And they just seemed to fall apart a bit. And Arsenal are picking them apart like really, really easily. And I think that's part of the reason why I'm saying, you know, it's encouraging the idea of looking at Arsenal players now, because if that's the way they've got to play against lesser teams lesser teams then they're going to score a lot of goals yeah. the problem against United was they came up against a, a worldie of a keeper yeah. and uh, as, as Arsen said in his post-match they just weren't efficient enough mm-hmm. like they could have scored more Alexis Sanchez missed he basically hit it at De Gea from you know two yards yeah. and that was a big big chance for Arsenal to get mm-hmm. back on the back on level terms Yeah. Um, so yeah I'd say Ramsey Urzil possibly because he still had a good game in this I think yeah but Ramsey with the the lower prices is a good shot Lacazette at 10.3 I've just got a little feeling for him for the next few games and I think I might bring him in for Jesus um it means I I basically have to make a decision between whether I can get him or someone like Hazard in midfield right and I'm like "Mm, I like those fixtures yeah daring to believe yeah So Man United also faced Watford in the midweek, and
1: do you not want to talk about David De Gea now?
0: Yeah, I guess we should talk about (laughs) David. Yeah, and also Jesse Lingard with his impressive tally of twenty-seven points in a mere two fixtures. Mm.
1: Uh, So De Gea, fourteen saves against Arsenal,
0: only a mere one off five points from his saves.
1: Yeah. But he got the two bonus points in that game, um, and he equaled the most saves ever made in a Premier League game.: Oh really yes.
0: I didn't hear that start. That's incredible. There we go. He was damn good.
1: He was. Um, he's 5.8. He's gone up a lot, hasn't he? Yeah. I don't know. It seems like an like for what you're getting back. yeah. Like I, I'd, I don't believe in goalkeepers more than five million. yeah and that's a push yeah. as it is. But we're getting these returns. It's
0: a tough sell now, though, because I yeah. think he's just he's just played the game. I mean, they do have Man City next week. Yeah,
1: so I wouldn't get him for this weekend.
0: But but maybe you would, because he, oh, if, if he does the same make the thing. Saves, yeah. And I was going to say, yeah. may, maybe in a, <laughs> an approach with David, David De Gea is uh, you, you actually look at the fixtures he's got and you get him in for the fixtures against the big teams, because yeah. those are the ones he's going to be making all of the saves. Yeah. yeah. Whereas the smaller teams, they might concede a goal from fewer shots. Yeah. It, it's, a, it's a hard one. But I do think the problem with De Gea at this point is 5.8 is too way much. too much for a goalkeeper. Yeah. And you'd have to make concessions elsewhere in your team. Yeah. Whereas if you had him from the start of the season, absolutely hold on to him. Um, but no, he, he was brilliant. Uh, mm. Jesse Lingard, as I said, 27 yeah. points in two games. And how much is Lingard? He's 5.8. Very cheap. But the problem with Lingard is he previously didn't have a particularly impressive tally. So he didn't even start the previous two games. Mm. Um, and before that, I think he scored maybe one goal in the in the Premier League this season. Right. So although he's very, very cheap, you have Ashley Young at 5.0 as a more nailed option. We did actually mention him before he went on his mad scoring route. But yeah. obviously, we're never going to be brave enough at that, that point to commit right. to him. But he's playing at left back, he's playing in defence. So it, it's a really hard one with Man United at the moment. And Pogba got his red card in this game, yes. banned for three matches. Yeah,
1: not back until the 23rd of December.
0: Yeah, and he misses a good few of those like lovely looking mm. Man United fixtures. Um, so it's a Lukaku failed to get on the score sheet again. Yeah. Martial looked good though, he's 8.0. Yep. Uh, is that the same price as Pogba?
1: Yes. So So you you could could easily just switch them out if you still want a United player. Yeah. Just switch those for a few game weeks. Yeah. See what happens.
0: Definitely. And uh, so Man United, they faced Watford in the midweek fixture. Mm -hmm. Lots of goals in that one as well. Yeah. I don't know. What were your thoughts on either team?
1: Decore, my African prince. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Is that what he is? Yes, he probably is. Aren't they all, <laughs> aren't they all royalty? <laughs> um, Hughes is injured now, right? Or something?
0: Yeah, I, I I didn't catch exactly what's happened, but he's, I think, on orange. So, on the, uh,
1: sorry to all you knee-jerkers.
0: Yeah, poor oh, Hughes.
1: Um, but decoro definitely a nice option. Instead of Hughes, if you can afford to go up. He's,
0: he's steadily ticking along, isn't he? He's getting a goal every sort of four games, which is... Not particularly unreasonable for someone in the 5.4 range. Not at all. Um, the question is, is there someone else that, that takes your fancy a bit more? But yeah, I I mean, Man United's defence without Jones has maybe looked a bit leaky here. Because if you look at the game against Arsenal and the game against Watford, you wouldn't have expected them to see, uh, concede three goals in those two games. Maybe, yeah. maybe one or two. But... Yeah, probably it, it does, against Watford. Yeah, it does raise a question, like, is their defence worrying at the moment? But they have scored a lot. And I think, I yeah. can't remember, what what happened in the Watford game? Who who got the goals and assists?
1: Dini penalty. Yeah. It um, and it was Pereira. He got the assist for, yeah. <laughs> for the penalty. And then Carrillo got the...
0: Uh, Good old Carrillo.
1: Assist for DeCuro's goal.
0: Yeah. Uh, what about United? Lingard was young one. young and
1: Lingard, young and Pogba, Martial and Lukaku, Lingard and Herrera. Mm.
0: So spread about quite nicely. I mean, yeah, Lukaku for his price, definitely not the one to go for there. No,
1: not anymore. I'm so glad I got rid of him when I yeah,
0: did. yeah. Uh, but Martial, like he presumably is going to get running the team over the next few games for sure. And Man United, I think they've already qualified for. I think they've already topped their group in the Champions League.
1: Right, so they might not put out so.
0: They won't need to rotate quite so painstakingly. Like, mm-hmm. they can just put out a, basically, youth team. Right. Um, yeah, that's, that's all I've got for that match. Is that cool? Yep.
1: Yep, 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 yep. Cool.
0: Okay, so Watford also faced Tottenham this weekend. And another disappointing performance from the Hotspurs. I mean, it
1: looks great for Watford, no?
0: It looks great for Watford, but... <laughs> The hot spurs have become the, the cold spurs, man. Actually, sure the freezing
1: spurs. <laughs> um, I'm done, to be honest. <laughs> like, I've already made my transfer this week, and it wasn't Eriksen. Oh, really? Um, to be got... fair,
0: Eriksen did get a lovely assist in this game.
1: Oh, it's not enough.
0: And two bonus points.
1: That made it more worthwhile. <laughs> it, like, having both Eriksen and Kane now still sitting at my table. Mm. I don't need it I don't need the stress it's because it's so, there's so much money mm. if they were cheaper I wouldn't care I'm happy for them to get two points every week I don't mind but when Kane is what 12.7 Eric has gone down to 9.3 which is also killing me <laughs> um, I just don't need it I don't need that much money sitting around doing nothing these are meant to be good fixtures. We were like, excellent, they've got lovely fixtures, let's go, let's do the football.
0: They do still have lovely fixtures, that's the funny thing. It's
1: not like it's just not worth the hassle.
0: So yeah, I I think Spurs have been really awful. Um, the the one thing I would say that's, that's kinda of give me hope is much like Man United, we know there's Champions League fixtures this week. Yeah. Spurs have already topped their group.
1: Right. So maybe I don't think it makes any difference, Dan.
0: Oh, well, maybe Harry Kane and uh, Christian Eriksen and Deli Alley finally get a rest because the problem is, right? Spurs, Spurs squad is tiny, and they haven't really, other than uh, Lorente and who else did they sign? They signed anyone else? Sanchez. Yeah. He's now banned for three games. <laughs> so as I mentioned earlier, I had Sanchez, also yeah. had Eriksen and Kane, captain Kane, Eriksen. I'm glad. Because I, I thought about getting rid of him for Salah mm-hmm. this week, and I was like, no, I'll hold one oh, more week. Would have been worth it, yeah. And I got a net of a three point gain in yeah. my horrifying week. So I'm like, yep, <laughs> I didn't take a hit, and yeah. it was the right choice. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, there's, there's definitely a problem there, and I do think it is possibly down to a few things. One of them, they're all playing way too many games. Mm. Um, and another thing is that when Yama's been out for so long, and he was, he was quite good for them last season, like breaking, breaking play up in the middle, making all of the, the tackles whenever they were, you know, just being the tough guy in midfield, right. essentially. And they're kind of missing that at the moment, and they look very, very soft on the ball. They keep getting counterattacked quite easily. And I don't know, there's just something about them that doesn't look as, as fast or pacey or as clinical as last year.
1: Like, Son seems to be genuinely the only player worth playing.
0: Yeah, I still think it's worth, you know, giving Kane a shot because he did get the goal in uh, midweek against yeah, Leicester. Yeah, d-
1: like, I think Kane is the only Spurs player worth having yeah. at the moment. The I'm only
0: justifiable just, like, player. I get
1: rid of everyone. Not even. I don't even think Kane is justifiable. Hmm. It's just because so many people still have him that if he does go and hmm. get some goals, it will be worth having him. Yeah,
0: yeah so we'll talk about that a bit later, but... Like, yeah, it, it was a very disappointing performance and Watford should have had a penalty in the final minutes of final minute of the game. A very, very obvious handball from Eric Dier. Oh, and, yeah. And they can feel a grief that they didn't win that game. Yeah. But yeah, like the, the conclusions I draw from this and also their midweek game against Leicester is do not get defenders from this team or even midfielders yeah. uh, and probably don't.
1: Don't get anyone. Yeah, if you don't have don't anyone, get anyone in. don't get anyone yeah, in. If yeah. you have Kane, keep him and shift everyone else yeah. out. Um, Lamella yes. is back.
0: Yeah, so he's returned from a very long injury.
1: Who is he and what does he do and what does this mean?
0: He was in great form last year. Okay. Um, he was, in in the early part of the season, he was a mainstay in many people's fantasy teams. Okay. Uh, because he just, from being a kind of bit part player for Spurs, he'd come in and he was scoring goals, getting assists every week. And then he got a really, really big injury. I'm not sure what it was, like an ACL or something. You Mm -hmm. know, one of those big ligament injuries. Um, And yeah, he's finally, after a really long spell out, returned to action. And he came straight in and got an assist for Harry Kane, which he couldn't quite replicate that against Watford, unfortunately, for Spurs. But yeah, he, he made an instant impact. And I think... He will be important for them in the sense that the problem for Spurs recently, as mentioned, is they don't have anyone to rotate. Mm-hmm. They don't have a replacement for Harry Kane. Lorente, although they have got more depth now, he isn't a replacement for Harry Kane. Yeah. He needs to play with Harry Kane or play against the, the really poor teams, you mm-hmm. know, in the FA Cup. So, yeah, it's their form is really, really poor. I can't see them turning it around dramatically.
1: Oh, sorry, I have one more uh, okay. Spurs defensive thing. Yeah. So Vertonghen... Got his fourth yellow card yeah. just now, and with Alderweireld out, yeah. So defense is already a mess.
0: Davidson Sanchez banned.
1: Exactly. As soon as Vatongen gets his fifth yellow card, and he's they out. Got for the
0: centre backs?
1: Chaos. Absolute chaos. Well,
0: they're gonna have to play a four now. Like they've been trying to do the three at the back thing. It hasn't really been working. And now Eric Dier, you know, he's been playing in there, which is kind of out of position for him anyway. Certainly, in my opinion, but. Yeah, it doesn't look good for them defensively at all. No. Oh, eek. Leicester, on the other hand, mm. had two good results. So yeah. they, they beat Spurs in the uh, midweek fixture. Yep. Two very good goals as well from Vardy and Mahrez. Rolling back the years.
1: Yeah, I saw the Vardy one. I don't remember the Mahrez one, but I'm sure it was fine. Mahrez now has blonde hair and it looks ridiculous. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, they, they were... Um, They basically got done over by two really, really good Leicester goals. The Mahrez one was a counter-attack where they got caught upfield and Mahrez just did what he did, you know, a season and a half ago. Yeah. Um, And Jamie Vardy's finish was insane. But the problem with Leicester is they don't look like they're doing it too consistently at the moment.
1: Yeah, that's my only thing to say about Leicester really is, yeah, they are getting these goals here and there, like, you know, a goal every game or so. But fantasy-wise, there doesn't seem to be anyone who's...
0: No stand Yeah. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like, I don't know who I'd want. Yeah. Um, if you're ready for me to go to the weekend match against Burnley... Mm, yeah, um, sure. Grey got the goal here, but then Grey hasn't been starting every game... And he almost got a second goal as well. Hmm. He's only 5.3, which I guess is okay for someone who's not going to start every game, but still... Not this period of the year, yeah. though, right? No, not at all. So, yeah, I don't know where... But then Mara's got the assist for that goal, and then he got the goal last in the in the week. Like, I don't know. So, the I Mara's know assist with assist
0: was a bit of an iffy one, right? I have no idea. Like, he crossed it in, and then Nick Pope just kind of... Pushed it out to Gray. Oh, And it okay. just kind of... He didn't actually... Gray didn't kick it. Like, it just bounced off of him. Off him. him. And, and went in. And then uh, I think you mentioned in the notes that he... He uh, almost scored at the end as well. Yeah. He hit the post. And I remember watching and seeing that and be like, ooh. Um, but no, I think do is a good point in that Gray hasn't actually been starting every game. And it seems like... Um, what's the manager's name? Puel. Yes. Um, he, he's been kind of switching between, like, Okazaki and, and Gray. And yeah. Gray looked like a good option at a point early in the season, but I don't think you can take that risk, especially this time of year. No. Um, with so many games coming so quickly. Yeah. Yeah, Mara's got the assist. He The problem with Mara is, and we've talked about it before, he's, it's just his price. Like, yeah. there are other players for better teams that are in that price range. So, <laughs> I'm just gutted now because I've <laughs> had him gone. for three, three, four weeks. As soon as I got rid of him, his form has just gone completely up, like yeah. skyrocketed. And he has blanked a few games. Yeah. Like it hasn't been every week, but he scored a good like three, four goals, got assists. Um, but yeah, Leicester, two very good results. Uh, so Burnley, unfortunately, yeah. I, I feel sorry for Pope because it did get me worried when I saw that mistake. Because that's what it looked like to me. It wasn't like... For the Leicester goal. Yeah. Mm.
1: It looked yeah, like a mistake just to tried me. to hold on to it. Or, or like was, or just push it further. He just
0: punched it the the exact wrong place. You yeah. should punch it, yeah. and that to me was like if Heaton was on the bench, if Heaton wasn't still injured, I'd be like, oh, Heaton's gonna be back next week. Really? And it just got. It was just a flash of that real yeah. sort of oh god, I think Heaton might come back at some point moment. Yeah. But for now, we're safe with Pope, and I do think it is. We don't need to worry too much about Burnley. No, like just yet.
1: That's thing. In midweek, I was like, "Oh no, I'm losing faith." Mm. And then after that game, I was like, "Okay, no, that was just like one poor decision, but yeah. the rest of the game, he played so well, yeah, that it's okay. I'm gonna calm down. Yeah, I'd put Fabianski in for next game week. Yeah, and then looked at it last night. and was like, Oh, oh no, no, no. <laughs> no,
0: don't don't trust Fabianski because the thing the thing with Fabianski is your hoping that the other team has a load of shots so you get save points. Because yeah. Swansea will always concede one at the moment. They've had a few, like, odd clean sheets, but it feels more like the exception than the rule. Yeah. Um, their defence is OK, but it's it's not, like, trustworthy. Mm. But I would say the thing about Burnley is there aren't really many good options that are consistent at the moment. Because even Arsenal, you know, they conceded three against Man United. Yeah. They got the clean sheet in midweek. Chelsea, they dropped a horrible goal against um, Swansea. against Newcastle. Oh, yeah. But they so kept they the clean good sheet good. against yeah. Swansea. Yeah. So if you're considering these players who are like upwards of six million
1: yeah.
0: and your four point fives haven't got a clean sheet for two games, I don't think you really need to be like, Panic. oh no. Yeah. Because the the higher value players aren't necessarily doing it. And yeah. look at Leicester keeping a clean sheet against Burnley. Like they've been dropping yeah. a goal a game everywhere
1: yeah but Pope is up to 4.7 yeah he
0: did right which I'm very pleased about because I got him just before he rose to 4.6 4. and now I'm now I'm feeling good about that yeah um, uh, but yeah I, I think Burnley will continue to look good and against Bournemouth um, I, I didn't actually see the highlights for this one He scored for Bournemouth
1: uh, Wood oh sorry so Wood got a goal who <laughs> I that's not, but that's not the question you asked yeah. the question you asked uh, is King with a defile assist yeah I don't remember it at
0: all. I, I think I did see this goal, actually. But, yeah, again, like, Burnley, they are still... They're going to concede eventually. They're going to concede a few. Mm-hmm. And I don't think this is fatal for them. You, they're still only conceding one a game here. Yeah. And they sure. have defended quite resolutely. Anything else to say about Burnley or Leicester? Um,
1: no. I just love seeing Burnley do well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so I mean, excited like, to see them in the Europa League next year. They are,
0: they are in brilliant form. I just hope they can keep it up over the course of a season because... Well, They don't have a big squad.
1: No. Um, And I think Wood is still a bit too expensive for your third striker.
0: Yeah, so he's 6.4.
1: Yes. Um, But they do have three fairly nice fixtures coming up. Um, Watford at home, Stoke at home, and then Brighton away.
0: Yeah. And those first two teams concede a lot of goals, which is... uh, Because the problem with Burnley is they're not very... uh, they're not very good <laughs> in attack. <laughs> I, I don't mean they're not good; is it? they're they're more clinical. They don't create lots and lots of chances, yeah. uh, but they're efficient. So, I, I was actually looking at this because I could potentially, and as I mentioned at the start of the podcast, you know, four-five-one could be a potential with having you know two cheaper strikers. So yeah. you could have a combo of maybe Chris Wood and uh, calvert Lewin. Yeah, and you could look at you know, picking one of those two that has a better fixtures each week and have a really strong midfield. Either
1: way, it's kind of like a, you're getting a guaranteed two points every week. Yeah. Well, More with, like if Wood is yeah. fit, then it's a guaranteed two points. But yeah. the way the Everton squad is looking as well, you probably yeah. get. So I think that they're, they're both good options, but yeah.
0: I would only go Chris Wood if, like I say, you're, you're looking for that. Um, you're looking for two kind of yeah. good priced uh, strikers. So yeah, Bournemouth, they managed to get a goal against Burnley, but they couldn't defeat them. No. Uh, they lost two one to Burnley, and they drew one one in the South Coast Derby. Yeah,
1: what's a South Coast Derby now? Because we've got Brighton as well. So are they all? I guess they are all, all are. Yeah. Three like to, uh, games. South yeah, Coast Derbies. Yeah,
0: like there's Portsmouth as well, which always would have been one until they got, you know,
1: but Portsmouth in the well
0: Burnley. relegated. They were, once upon a time, like, only, like, seven, eight years ago. That's quite
1: a long time I think ago. they won, like, the... No, was before I knew what football was.
0: I think they won the FA Cup as well. That was good mental. Idea. Yeah, and then they got in horrible financial trouble. But, yeah, uh, so Bournemouth-Southampton. This played out exactly as every Southampton game you've seen has played out this season.
1: I was really hopeful for a Bournemouth clean sheet in this.
0: Yeah, I know you were. You got Charlie Daniels. Uh, yeah. And he he did actually have a humdinger of a shot. like mm, I saw... It was incredible. That that guy can strike a ball. Yeah. And I I <laughs> contrary to you, I was like, please don't get a clean sheet, Daniels, <laughs> because I know like quite a few people who are already hammering me this week. Yeah. Definitely have him. Yeah. I, I I've kind of been of the opinion that you can't really trust Bournemouth to keep a clean sheet. That's I, I have looked at Ake and I thought about it because I saw those nice fixtures. There was a
1: bit. There was a point where Ake had a shot. Yeah, he nearly and scored, I was didn't like, he? No, Ake, you do not. You do not. <laughs> <score."> <laughs> That's
0: that was two years ago. You did that, son. No more. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So he he did. I think he had a few chances actually. Um. And they should have had a penalty, Bournemouth. Oh yeah,
1: poor Adam Smith.
0: Yeah, and Adam Smith gets booked and now misses the next game. Poor guy. Essentially, this played out like like I say, as all of the Bournemouth game, uh, all of the Southampton games have played out this season. Southampton really, really creative in attack, can't really hit the target, can't really create the clear cut chances they need, and they end up scoring one goal and drawing. Yeah. So they they didn't even keep a clean sheet, and they just look to me like the most hapless team for fantasy league imaginable because you can't you can't bet on their strikers to score. You can't bet on their defenders to keep a clean sheet. You don't even know who's playing in midfield. It's, they're so frustrating in that sense. But Charlie Austin has come out with a bit of credit, I would say. He did manage to get a goal and he also... Uh, I think it was last week or the week before, he did get um, two goals from the bench. Yeah. It looks like he's probably going to get run in the team. and At 6.0, the, the, the problem <laughs> with Charlie Austin is that they face, I think, Chelsea and Arsenal in the next two. Mm. So you should probably hold fire if yeah. you're even thinking about getting the likes of Austin. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Bournemouth, I, I think they were they were both lucky and unlucky in this game. They should have had a penalty, but Southampton were the better side. Uh, so Man City played Southampton in the midweeks. I did. And they defeated them 2-1 with a really, really late goal from Raheem Sterling. Forster yeah
1: changed man made 10 saves in this game
0: wow that's that's pretty impressive right isn't it
1: i never i never thought i never thought he, he could
0: he did have a good game he made some really smart saves as well there, there was some where somewhere was just like i i don't even know how he's done that like because he he moves in such a, a strange way because he's such a big sort of lumbering man <laughs> um but yeah he had a really good game and Man City just have this uh, this penchant for uh, <laughs> scoring super late goals lately, and uh, yeah, it was Sterling who put it away in the end. And I think it was De Bruyne assist. Yes. So he's yeah. been he's been really consistent. Man City's defense not so much.
1: What what one clean sheet in the last six games or something? Yeah.
0: <sighs> and Otto Mendy's looking like an interesting one because he got a goal at the weekend I don't want but it. But he can't keep a clean sheet. Like I've got him <laughs> but I don't. I yeah. him Despite the 11 points He got
1: you <laughs> this week I've put like... him third On the bench For the, the Manchester Derby yeah. I, don't, I don't want to get involved I yeah. don't want him Anywhere near my team I don't care how many goals He gets <laughs> No Is, Isn't that
0: a really weird feeling Because it's like You're relying on your Defender to get goals.
1: No, I'm relying on my defenders to defend. No, they no, no. just
0: don't. But do that's it what too. I mean. Like he, he's kind of he's one of the top scoring defenders in the game. Yeah. But it's because he keeps getting goals, and it's really confusing. Oh, it's not ideal. Because then you're like, oh, he got a goal, but then you're thinking next week I can't possibly play him. Like that's yeah, it's just hard to get your head around. Yeah. But I thought Southampton. Both both these fixtures. I mean, we can basically talk about them in the same way. Uh, so, Man City 2-1 against Southampton, Man City 2-1 against West Ham. Yeah. Both teams set up quite defensively. Well,
1: that was kind of my question for Man City at the moment. Is, are, is this a sign of them slowing down? Or is this a sign of their opposition being more clued up as to what they're doing and just defending as yeah. a high priority?
0: Yeah, it's exactly that. Uh, the same thing happened with Chelsea last year. They went they went for a phase of just winning every game really, really comfortably and then all of a sudden they started conceding more goals and they had to kind of switch it up a little bit in order to beat teams because you can only play so many games in one way before teams figure you out. Yeah. And uh, also there was an argument that the season Leicester won the league. The reason they won the league is because teams kind of gave them no respect in, in the sense that they right. they just thought, oh, it's only Leicester. We'll be able to play them at our own game. Right. And Leicester kept hitting them with the same tactics and beating them. Mm. Uh, so... So, yeah, you have this this situation where I think teams are setting up very, very defensively. Uh, so the Southampton game, they had three defensive midfielders. Right. Um, and they had Nathan Redmond was playing. And obviously, there was a thing after the game with Pep furiously shouting at him. <laughs> the Sun ran a story call it, saying that Pep called him a wanker. Do you see this? No. Um, so they, they had a lip-reading expert oh. that said... Pep called him a wanker, and I was like,
1: "Surely Pep doesn't know that word." Exactly,
0: I was like, "If you're gonna write like a a libelous story about Pep, right? Don't use a word like wanker, which is a very, very English, unclassy word. Like, use like a a pooter or something, you know, (laughs) something that's actually believable." And then Nathan Redmond put like a tweet out saying that he was just—he was basically saying. You're a very, very good player. You yeah. need to attack more. Yeah. Which is, you know, what people thought he was essentially saying.
1: Yeah. At first I was like, no, he's having a go. Yeah. And then when I, like, when I saw it again with Redmond responding to him yeah. as well, I was like, oh, okay, no, yeah. he is actually raising him. I
0: thought that was really cool and really kind of funny because Pepper's is obviously a mental person. <laughs> um, but just seeing him shout at this guy a bit out of admiration yeah. like he just wants everyone to be great yeah. and I, I kind of admire that because he, he's clearly a guy who just loves his football and there was a similar thing with Napoli where he in like his post-match interview and in his pre-match like he was just saying that they're the best team in Europe and he was like gushing over them right. because, because they play really attacking football with basically no regard for defence um, but yeah like uh, both these games so West Ham set up really really defensively as well mm-hmm again really unlucky to to lose the game like they i think man city they've had like 74% possession in both of these games right. so obviously they they were dominating but the late late goals it's yeah. got to be hard to take and it it's good for city because it shows that they can really dig it dig it out and uh, get the result when they need to but It does kind of look to me like a a turning of the tide for West Ham, at least. Yeah. With a a very, very good, I don't know, you you know, like Moyes, what he lacks in character, he makes up for in organisation of defence. Lovely. Yes.
1: So Pep in the post-match, paraphrased, Mm. said, maybe I should play more than one striker. Maybe I can learn from this.
0: Yes. And that's (laughs) when it's like, do we listen to this or is this code? Don't know. What does this mean? No idea. The point is, you shouldn't listen to anything Pep says because yes. it's all crazy. It's all crazy ramblings of a guy who will just wake up and spin his wheel yeah. and do whatever.
1: Um, and I think that no matter who you have forward or midfielder wise from hmm. City, don't sideways them. Yeah. Like, don't, if you have David Silver, don't change him to Sterling. If you have Sane, don't change him to David Silver. Like, keep who you have and just deal with it. If they don't score one game, it's fine. Hmm. They'll come through the next to just chill out.
0: Don't knee-jerk. Don't. I completely agree. Um, because I don't think Silver's goal makes him any better of an option than Sterling or Sane. They're basically the same price. Uh, Sane a bit more expensive now, but he's he's been dropping. Yeah. Um, and Sterling had a golden chance from a, a shot that was saved uh, saved by Adrian from Jesus. And that moment, he he absolutely should have scored. I think he tried passing it to Aguero, which was just not not needed. But both of those players had a lot of chances and were, were positive. So I admire the people who held on to David Silva because yeah. you did the right thing. Yeah. But I, I saw a lot of on the subreddit a lot of people being like, I traded out Sterling. This this week for Sane and then Sterling scored and then I brought in David Silva. I'm bored. I'm like, bored if you're
1: crying. Don't
0: do that. Yeah. It's your fault if you're making these like sideways moves yeah. week after week. There is a hint that Aguero is possibly the first choice but we could maybe look at what happened with, uh, with Pep's post-match sort of yeah. maybe I should play two strikers then yeah,
1: sure, maybe is first choice but like where are his goals, I don't know <laughs> that was it, he, he
0: looked quite poor to me and I thought Jay-Z's actually, when he came on he got the assist, uh, unfortunately got a yellow card as well but he got the assist and he looked very positive, he had a good number of chances I thought so so he looks positive, I'm keeping him for one more week mm-hmm. because I just have a gut feeling about that Man, Man City Man United derby
1: you mentioned Adrian yeah Is this the end of Joe Hart?
0: I, I really hope so, seriously, because he was so good. He was so good, and I just don't, I don't understand how you could play Hart again after his form and the amount of goals he's conceding compared to Adrian. And I mean, I I remember talking to you last year and being like, "Bring Adrian in." He had a run of horrible, horrible form after that. But I think we what we saw yesterday was that he is actually a good player. He maybe was just a little bit low on confidence, and and kind of everything went wrong, which is kind of where Joe Hart is now. Right. Because I don't think he's inherently a terrible goalkeeper. I do. I think he's just gone through some really bad years, and he's really struggling to pick himself up from it. Um, but he's what four point three. He's he's cheaper. Regardless, you shouldn't really look at West Ham options right now, especially right. if their next two. But but yeah, it's. <laughs> it's maybe a positive for West Ham overall. I think you can watch them over there next to... They're facing Chelsea and Arsenal. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can see how they do. And maybe, maybe there is hope for them yet.
1: Yeah. But it's wild that we say that compared to midweek when they lost 4-0 to London. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's amazing, right? Amazing how much can change in such a short space of time. In
1: one goalkeeper.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, and also the performance, though. Because I guess, you know, they, they could have done... In midweek, they actually could have done okay. Uh it was 2-0 wasn't it and Lanzini missed the penalty. It did happen. You don't sure. have to you can trust me on this okay. one. Okay. Uh so they were 2-0 down from uh, some bad defending or something. Lanzini missed the penalty and then they ended up losing another two goals after half time. They didn't play absolutely terribly. I thought they were the better team in the second half, but they that was a ridiculous Rooney goal, wasn't it? The one where he, <laughs> Joe Hart punches it out and then he he doesn't punch it. He kind of kicks it, doesn't he? Right yeah, in the middle of already,
1: the pitch. Yeah, yeah, he's so far out anyway. Yeah,
0: uh, pretty incredible goal from a player that I loathe uh, in yeah. Wayne Rooney. Yeah, I guess he's he's making himself a vague sort of option. Seven point three.
1: Um, if I were to get rid of Kane, hmm. which I mean I've been thinking about, then for me it's Firmino and getting rid of Calvert-Lewin now and getting Rooney in. Hmm. and that's my front three is Rooney, Verminio, and Morata.
0: Okay, that's an interesting interesting one. Um yeah, I, d- I kind of get the impression Calvert-Lewin might be a better option.
1: Maybe. Well, I've got as, him for the moment. So yeah.
0: As price like uh, Yeah, uh, so did he did he score any against West Ham? No. No. Uh, did he play the full 90 though? I think he did, right? I've no
1: idea.
0: Um, so yeah, he got the uh, really nice assist against Huddersfield.
1: And a goal that as was well. was really
0: impressive. And a goal. The goal was a bit more... Like, it was a really oh, good pass from just, Rooney. Yeah. And he um, was
1: just running towards the goal.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. It was really good, uh, really good positioning. But he just kind of kicked it against the defender and it bounced over. So mm. it wasn't, like, a great finish. But yeah. I think at 5.2, like, that's amazing value. Yeah, for and sure. He's right up there. And that's the thing with the strikers. Like, if you look at the value... Like the value per million or whatever on the, the FPL uh-huh. transfers page. Like Calvert-Lewin is, is right at the top for that. And I kind of think when you're looking at, at so much value in midfield, it, it really makes sense to have a guy like that. I think Abraham, Glenn Murray are the only other real options. And I think Everton just have so much more potential to score. It does kinda of put a nail in the Nias coffin though.
1: Yeah, which is fine. Which, I'm over Nias.
0: We don't know for sure that he won't start any games, but he wasn't in the squad. It looks like he might be frozen out once more.
1: Mm, maybe. But yeah, I,
0: I do like I do genuinely like Calvert Loon as an option now. I've I've seen enough from him. Huddersfield again though. Disappointing.
1: Oh, yeah well, yeah. But I've got another another Everton pick. Oh you really? Jordan Pickford. <laughs>
0: Oh, I don't like that just Return yet. Of <laughs> Return England's of England's future
1: the pick. World Cup winning goalkeeper. Yeah. It's, that's it. First choice goalkeeper of England now. I love it. <laughs> um, the Everton fixtures aren't, like, mad good. Hmm. But if you want to get Pickford in and rotate him with your other keeper... How much is it? 4.8? 4. 4.
0: Oh, that's quite a lot.
1: It is, but... All of those kind of keepers are now, like, what, mm. 4.6 to 5? Yeah. So I'm ready to get rid of Fabianski and get Pickford in. Yeah. And then rotate Pickford.
0: I'd be inclined to to not get carried away with him just yet.
1: Oh, it's too late.
0: <laughs> you're, you're well on the, the hype train. Yep. Okay. But yeah, two clean sheets in, in two games. That's not bad. Against weaker opposition, we're going to see them... Against Liverpool this yeah. weekend. That'll be the real test. But I
1: don't think it's Pitford either. I think Pitford probably has been good the whole time. Like that game, I can't remember who it was against. But you know that game where he made like the most... He, he had the most touches. Yeah. everyone of all Everton players for that whole game. Yeah, there's
0: there's no denying he's a, a really good player.
1: So I think it's just whoever's in front of him. Yeah. Doing defending. Yeah. Is the issue.
0: For me, I guess it'd be to commit to that price. I want to see a bit more first. Nah, but I don't. But,
1: but that's, he, the, that's, how you, that's how you miss out. It is, around, it is, you've got to be you?
0: brave, you've got to be brave, but I also don't want to get car- There are, There are some, like the Lacazette move is one I'm willing to make after this weekend mm-hmm. as, as a sort of punt yeah. um, for someone that not many people have. But with Jordan Pickford, I'm still not quite sure about that Everton defence. And I don't think he's going to have to save quite as many as he did at Sunderland. Because he, he was basically a yeah, cheat code yes. last year. Because Sunderland just allowed so many shots. Yeah. And that's kind of what Burnley are this year. But Burnley allow lower quality shots. So it means the odds of Pope keeping a clean sheet is better. Mm. Um, but Yeah, just, uh, just a quick, quick word for West Ham. They look like they're turning it around. So I would, if you're thinking about jumping on the Hazard train, which kind of brings us on to our next fixtures that we have got to talk about, maybe just hold fire if you're thinking about taking a minus four or a minus eight or something like that because it looks like West Ham are not going to be quite so easy to beat anymore. Right, okay. Um, it, you know, holding holding Man City to 2-1 and a really, really late goal at like that that they really had to work for. I mm. think that says something. Um, so Chelsea, they faced Newcastle at the weekend. Yep. And they managed to beat them 3-1. They conceded a very, very sloppy goal. Mm who scored the goal. it was Gale. Gale again strange looking Gale yeah he is a weird he's like I think I've said this before but he's like the oldest looking young man
1: <laughs> oh yeah he yeah. is he is it's very odd I want like I want to understand more about yeah. his heritage because he's just a very peculiar it's just
0: weird isn't it but yeah so he's he's got a few recently Newcastle kind of looking in a bit of a rut They they've been really really poor Chelsea obviously this is as I mentioned, Hazard, everyone's kind of uh, fumbling to get him in at the moment because yeah. he scored two goals and the first one was really good. The second one was a penalty. Um, I suppose him getting a, a penalty, uh, him being on penalties, sorry, is one of the the things like Harry Kane, you know. I actually heard earlier that Spurs haven't had a penalty at all this season, which almost mm. seems ridiculous, but apparently so. So, Him being on penalties is a good sell for him. Yeah. Um, But the problem with Chelsea for me is, you know, he didn't start in midweek and he only came on for the last sort of 10, 20 minutes. Hazard? Yeah. Okay. So they have a Champions League game midweek that they need to win. And that for me, I I do wonder, I think Hazard's definitely going to play that.
1: So you might think and might I do worry that he might game. miss
0: the game at the weekend, especially as it's at West Ham, mm. um, despite their, their resurgence under Moyes. But yeah. it's kind of hard to know for sure, but I can see a lot of people being in, in tears <laughs> the weekend after yeah. it, taking big sort of point hits to get him in. Um, but yeah, he, he had a really good game. I think he had nine shots in this. Really good performance. Morata got a goal as well. There was some question over, over this being a foul, but I was kind of like, yeah, whatever. She said bit manly forward play, innit? Um, but perhaps the, the kind of stand-up thing that has been a little bit overlooked is Victor Moses. Two yeah. assists. Where's he been? He's been out injured for okay. a really long time.
1: I didn't, because I'd written it was he injured because I was very confused as to where he's been. Because he hasn't played a full game since game like six. Yeah,
0: yeah. so I think he got quite a, quite a serious injury back then. Um, it's been kind of a stop-start for him. Like, yeah. he was a revelation last year, but he got sent off twice in the final few games, oh. the end of last season, and he had this injury. But when he came back into the side, they did look a lot better. Like, he, he got that penalty, clear, like, stonewall penalty, uh, bad badly timed challenge from Richie, who had a really poor game. Um, and a really good assist from Morata, a really good cross, and at 64 with those Chelsea fixtures coming up, if he has, if he has potential to uh, score assist points and even yeah. score goals because yeah. he has he has scored goals for Chelsea, yeah, I think he looks like a really good option. Yeah, and I'm actually, because the thing for 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 me is I can't really get Hazard in. It's it's not possible without me making ridiculous moves. Yeah, yeah. Um, or foregoing like a Lacazette. Yeah. So. I'm looking at Moses and I'm thinking those fixtures they've got coming up. I mean, they look like with West Ham, Huddersfield and Southampton and Everton after that, surely they'll get two out of four, three out of four clean sheets there. Yeah. You'd, you'd think so, wouldn't you?
1: Yeah. um it just depends who you're getting Moses in for. Yeah. Because I think if you've already got Aspel Equator or Alonso, yeah. you're not just going to switch, unless you need the money.
0: Yeah, see, I, I do this temporarily because the, the problem is he's 6.4. I would look to double up. Right. So Alonso okay. and Moses. I can afford to do it because I'm probably going to make some cuts somewhere in my team anyway. But it's sort of like... I kind of need enough free transfers to be able to do it in in time. Yeah. Um, And I don't know if realistically, I just, like, I knee-jerked Mustafi in before the Man United game. And I I think he'll probably be fine for the weekend and he'll probably keep a clean sheet. But I'm wishing I'd saved that and maybe looked at Moses now because Mm -hmm. he looks like a much better option for me. Um, But I'm going to have to stick with what I've done. But yeah, at 6.4, I think he looks like a, a really, really good pick that... You know, everyone's looking at Hazard and Morata, but I think he may surprise a few and may may end up being the one who does really well out of these games with his clean sheet potential.
1: Yeah. Um, Swansea, terrible. Fabianski made nine saves in this game, though.
0: Nine saves.
1: Um, Yeah. There we go. At least there's that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Point for for saves, but he always will against the big teams, I think.
1: Um, Never forget Renato Sanchez and his beautiful (laughs) pass. Oh, (laughs)
0: <laughs> to the uh to the advertising hoardings oh he it tries was his best. it was really sad wasn't it was that was that in the Stoke Swansea game or the, no, Chelsea, one? the Chelsea Swansea yeah. so Stoke
1: 1-2-1 yes
0: Shakiri oh my god
1: 6.1 get him in yeah if you've got he's not 6.1 he's still 6.0 I think I've written 6.1 here so he must be 6.1 <laughs> if I've written it it must be true
0: it probably will be at some point yep, if it's, it's not true. now. Um, is that actually, did you yeah. check it actually okay, alright, fair. Uh,
1: yeah, if you have a slot this sized, this priced in your oh, team, absolutely need to get right? Shakiri in. Like I just can't I need to move things around to get. Or no, I don't. I've sold enough people. I could I could upgrade Decoro to Shakiri.
0: That that is definitely worthwhile. So the 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 thing for him, right? He's had four blanks in twelve. One of those a game that he didn't actually play, so you could call that three blanks, three, three blanks in, in eleven. 11. Um, and the blanks came against Chelsea, Man City, and Liverpool. Oh, please. so that's I need him. So he's maybe not fixture proof, but he did actually get an assist and some bonus points against Man United. Incredible. He is a standout budget pick for me. Oh, get him. the The only question is he. Do, they don't have the best fixtures, so Does they have. Tottenham, Burnley, for the next two. Mm. Two.
1: Well, but against Spurs. The Spurs. Spurs see, get, that's the get, thing. Get, I would have
0: said three weeks ago, I would have said, don't get him against Spurs. Him now him against I'd him. say Spurs will probably concede. Yep. Especially with their defensive situation. So get him the Burnley one, I think he'll struggle in because he'll try and try long shots and they'll get blocked. But at least for this next one. Yeah, he's oh, okay. he's a standout. And yeah, nine bonus points from him. That's, that's really good. Yep. Um, so yeah, Stoke lost three 0 to Liverpool. Yeah. That was the was that the one where Salah came off the bench and I was crying. Yes. <laughs> so, so yeah, uh, Salah didn't start the game. Everyone's like, oh god, worst decision I ever made, captaining Salah. And then he comes off and scores, scores two, two goals, which is incredible.
1: Um, there, whilst everyone's worrying about Man City rotation, hmm. there is some quiet rotation in this Liverpool squad that no one's Absolutely. really picked up on.
0: And I'm very worried that my Salah transfer is gonna mug me off this weekend.
1: It's very plausible. Um, <laughs> so, in the midweek, Tino and Salah were on the bench. Yeah. But Mane started. Mane I, know started. It with.
0: I think it was Mane and Firmino. I couldn't work know, was, out who it was. Was it Solanke?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. And Solanke
0: and oxy Chamberlain.
1: Yeah, but then Oxay Chamberlain played at the weekend as well. Yeah, so he, I couldn't really. He I came on as a sub. Work out what the situation was, but yeah.
0: So. It looks to me like they're doing this sort of the midweek gets a different lineup, yeah. and so they also have a, a match they need to win or draw. Uh, I can't remember who's against. Uh, oh, Spartak Moscow. Right. So they need they need to try and get at least a draw in order to guarantee they they get through in the Champions League. Mm-hmm. But Mane did not play a minute at, at, the at the weekend, and to me, it looks like Mane is probably going to be. The guy who plays against uh, Spartak, and it's kind of interesting. They picked up on this uh, on Match of the Day as well. But it does seem to me like Oxe Chamberlain and Salah really smart signings because the thing that that Liverpool had last year, they kept struggling against the shit teams. Right. And this year they are freaking tearing them apart. Mm. And I think that's you know in in good part due to Salah and and them being able to rotate properly. Yeah. Um. So I do think although there's a part of me that worries Salah wouldn't start the weekend. It's a Merseyside derby, surely. Yeah. Surely he's going to play. Because they want to win that bad.
1: Either way, I think, regardless of who you own out of Coutinho, Sauer and Mane. Yeah. It's... Any of them are worth having. Yeah. Right now, even if they don't get a start in one game. Like, yeah, because this... I mean, what did
0: Mane get midweek? It was like 13 points or something.
1: Uh, He got a goal and assist, yeah. so... Yeah, probably something like that. So
0: that's the thing. When they're on the pitch, they'll yeah. they'll get they'll get returns. Yeah, and, and they then, are looking electric.
1: And Coutinho obviously didn't get anything midweek. I think he came on, got like one point. For, yeah, and he got like I eighteen think. this weekend. Yeah. So it really doesn't matter what your situation yeah. is, but you need at least one of them in your team.
0: Yeah, yeah, and Salah. Uh, so Salah in the five-one win against Brighton, he didn't actually get. He got an assist, I think. That was it. Yeah. But he was great. I mean, he was really great. Yeah. Like, like in first... every one of the goals he was involved. Yeah, exactly. And you know, it was one of those like pre assist sort of things. But yeah. he was he was fantastic and I wouldn't be worried at all about that because no. he is clearly like the spearhead of that attack when he's on the pitch. Yeah. Unfortunate for Brighton though. Oh uh, especially oh. unfortunate for for poor Dunk.
1: Oh Lewis Dunk. Please. Oh. I can't wait until me and him are married, and then <laughs> we can just laugh about his own goals. He's consistent. I mean, he's broken own a record goals.
0: now, hasn't he? Or he yeah. must have, like, yeah. because
1: well, he broke a record with the no one had ever scored own goals in the same season against both Man City and Man United. Yeah, but now, he's I'm racking them up, but, and yeah. it's so unfortunate. It is bless
0: him. I mean, it's fair to say, just purely, purely for luck's uh, sake, don't pick Lewis Dunk at this point. No, like Duffy
1: is. <laughs> couple like point maybe two point mil more expensive yeah
0: and he keeps getting random assists yeah
1: he gets random assists was but, never a penalty
0: in this game but uh they got it
1: yeah it doesn't matter it doesn't, like it didn't really yeah. make that make a difference um uh but essentially duffy and dunk do still play the same they're playing exactly the same kind of game yeah uh, Duffy has got more yellow cards though. He's on four oh, really, at the moment. Really? So one so more and he he's out get a for a ban. Yeah, I feel it's only about time until Dunk does score. Yeah. Because he's still getting into really good attacking positions. Yeah. It's just his scoring for the right team.
0: Yeah, his instincts turn on at the wrong end at the moment. But, yeah. you know, we'll see. Uh, Brighton drew 0 0 with Palace though. And also, uh, yeah, so, I, I mean, you know, you could have got some points from there. Yeah. yeah, he didn't get an own goal in that game, no, so he did. it's all good.
1: He did get a yellow card, but it's <laughs> yeah, still, got yep. still got points. Still got points is
0: fine. Um, but yeah, this kind of brings me on to the, the little uh, stealth master Sacco. Oh, who no one seems to be talking about.
1: Inspired, Daniel. And Inspired.
0: This is, you know, despite my absolutely horrendous week, Sacco getting me eight points again. Yeah. Like he two clean sheets in the last two games. And um, it might even be three in the last three or something. I, I can't remember. But since I've got him, returns every game.
1: And 4.9.
0: And 4.9. Bargain. He is always the guy who gets the bonus points when... Uh, so I think Spironi got the three. Maybe. In uh, in the game against West Brom. But Sako still got two. And almost every time he plays, he gets uh, as long as there's a clean sheet, he's on the bonus. I
1: remember a few months ago saying to you, I was like, oh yeah, Saka, isn't he the best player in the team? And you were like, well, I mean, he's probably the best defender. I don't know if he's the best player. (laughs) Now look at you. By far the best player. Yeah,
0: yeah. I I mean, I'm feeling pretty good about getting him in. The only thing I was sad about is on my Sky team, I got him in the week he scored. He scored like the 94th minute winner. And then I took the punt on getting him in for my FPL team, and it's just been clean sheets galore since then. So, yeah, yeah I, Hodgson seems to have turned around that defence. And also, uh, I, I mean, they're struggling to score. So Loftus-Cheek's still very cheap. Are they
1: cheap. struggling to, like it's an away thing?
0: Maybe, maybe. I, I just don't think, you know, Hodgson's teams are particularly free-flowing in attack anyway. Right. But, but they will get goals. It's just... The likes of Zaha may be not quite so worth your money when you've got Shaqiri getting a goal or assist every game, you know? And even Richarlison, like, he he did blank in these two games, I think, but he's still... he seems more effective overall. Mm -hmm. Um, But West Brom also... I think Kieran Gibbs is kind of flying under the radar a little bit. But, yeah, West Brom, clean sheet, and also an assist for Gibbs at the... This is the midweek one.
1: In the midweek they it was too... Old. Yeah, yeah, Gibbs got an assist. Oh, so a clean sheet in the Palace game. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, then... sorry, I didn't
0: explain that well. <laughs> no. um, yeah, so I, I kind of wonder if Gibbs is going to be like an outside shout. He is 5.0, I think, but I kind of look at him and I'm like, West Brom, like the kind of players they have, they want to put a lot of crosses into the box and Gibbs is quite a dynamic sort of attacking fullback for them. So I have a little bit of a, a feeling for him.
1: Okay. You're looking at me
0: like I'm crazy, but yeah. fricking Sacco, it worked. It did. I'm not all wrong. Um, yeah, Newcastle though, awful, awful, yeah, awful. Yeah, I've
1: only got one thing to note about Newcastle: it's the demise of Elliot. Yeah, where is that's he now? True. Um, Carl Darlow in doing the doing the things. Was Darlow their first keeper before this season?
0: You know, I don't know. Because... There's uh, something like that.
1: He's priced at 4.4 4 currently, yeah. where Elliot's only 4.2.
0: So we, we talked about this in the preseason. Basically, right. he played almost every game of the championship season, but right. Elliot was also out injured for the entire season. Oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> so it wasn't really clear who was who was going to be first good. choice. Right, okay. Newcastle looking really, really poor. Uh, West Brom, I don't really know what to expect, but you can maybe see that Pardew factor getting them some good results. Alright, yellow card corner next, right?
1: Yep, Um, just a quick update for you because there's about a million players um, who are either suspended or on the verge of suspension. So, currently on suspension, Pogba and Davison Sanchez are both out for three games now.
0: Yep, straight red cards for those boys.
1: And Adam Smith for Bournemouth is just missing one game after getting his fifth yellow card for the thing where he should have had a penalty. Yeah. Well... Um, so, players on four cards, one card away from suspe- from a one game suspension. Company, Sane, Fernandinho, Joe Allen, Vertonghen, Murray, Duffy, Chan, Rudiger, Maratta, Alexis Sanchez, and Decore.
0: Hmm. It's there's, quite a a lot. Few, yeah, there's a few standout ones there, like obviously Sane, um, Maratta. Yeah. I didn't realise that was the case.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: Lots of uh, popular guys, so, so watch
1: out for that. Game week 16.
0: Ooh, ooh, ooh-ah. What have we got coming?
1: All sorts. Chelsea, the early kickoff again. Yeah. Two weeks running. Don't captain anyone.
0: Who do they play in? West Ham.
1: West Ham. At West Ham.
0: Yeah. A resurgent West Ham. Mm. Well, there's going to be a lot of hazard captains this week, isn't there?
1: I'd I'd say so. I'd say so. But, like, don't captain this early. It's only going to leave you in tears
0: hmm yeah I see I was uh, this is what I was saying like at the weekend I I was having this crisis where I was like I need to get in Hazard and captain him and then I thought wait West Ham did all right against City surely they can they can do good against West Ham I'm not saying uh, against Chelsea sorry yeah um I'm not saying that Hazard isn't gonna score but is he gonna get hat-trick is he gonna do two I think they're gonna have a tough game on their hands who knows? And you know, it's it's very rare in fantasy fantasy league that what happened last week happens again. Yeah. Um, unless it's Mohamed Salah, but then you know there's the Champions League Warriors as well. If he plays ninety minutes in in midweek, yeah. Who knows? Who, who knows? knows? So definitely wait, check the team lineups on on Tuesday or Wednesday, whenever it oh, is. Yeah, see if Hazard day. plays because that could have an impact.
1: Um, we have a whole host of really. Unaccumulatable three o'clock fixtures. Really? Yes. Burnley Watford. Uh-huh. Palace Bournemouth. Okay. Huddersfield Brighton. Ooh, uh Swansea West Brom. And then Spurs Stoke.
0: That is very mid-table.
1: How how can one accumulate?
0: Yeah. Well, you know, you usually have a, a home banker for Spurs, but now you're kind of Not looking at like, what? Um, I would say... Kane is still a genuine contender just purely because of the amount of goals that Stoke concede. Yeah. Um, and at least he's not the early kickoff. Yeah. Uh, so I'm between him and Salah for captains this weekend. Uh, yeah, like, are there any standout sort uh, of fixtures you're looking at? No, there?
1: it's really interesting because I'd probably back every single one of these teams for a clean sheet. Mm. Um, so Burnley-Watford, surely 0-0. Crystal Palace, Bournemouth? Surely 0-0. Huddersfield-Brighton? Surely 0-0.
0: I think you'll here.
1: Surely 0-0. So I have genuinely no idea. Like, these are fixtures where I'd play all of my players from those teams regardless of the position. Yeah. Because maybe there'll Something be a goal. Something yeah. Probably there'll be a clean sheet. Like, I I don't know what to do with any of those.
0: So that there'll probably be some surprises, but I'm very, very tempted to just put another bet on just 1-0 on loads of these games, because I think Burnley will be able to beat Watford 1-0. Watford's I defending has been pretty poor.
1: But Watford surely have to score. When was the last time Watford hadn't scored?
0: Um, yeah, I, I just worry about them scoring against that Burnley defence, because I think it's it's kryptonite to a team like Watford who attack with pace. Mm-hmm. They, they block really, you know, really, really deep in the pitch and that kind of nullifies Richarlison, I think, who's uh, their main threat. But this could be a game for Deeney, I suppose.
1: Um, Palace at home, which is where they're better at football. Was that Bournemouth? To Bour- uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, I'd, I'd call that 1-0 to Palace as well.
1: Um, Huddersfield at home to Brighton. Hmm. So Huddersfield obviously awful away record, and Wagner even acknowledged that. Yeah. And the match, it was like, "It's no secret we're terrible away from home." Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Honesty is the best policy. It's not a secret, yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> um, so I don't know. We might see a different uh, side. Who types. they got again? Sorry. Brighton.
0: Brighton. Yeah. So so two teams who haven't been like scoring loads of goals as well.
1: But Brighton far better defensively. Yeah. Both home and away.
0: And Pascal Gross has been very effective for
1: them. Not for a little while,
0: though. It's only been a few games, hasn't Uh, it? Oh,
1: Glenmurray, sorry. (laughs) Your loyalties have
0: (laughs) changed. Yeah, I I think this is the sort of game you might see a player with his quality come to the fore, though, because it's two sort of lower teams battling it out, and it's got to be small margins making the difference. Um,
1: And Swansea-West Brom, the other one. Who Hmm. knows? Who knows what could happen? That is
0: a nasty one. It's got to be a West Brom win, surely.
1: I couldn't couldn't tell you.
0: Or a nil-nil. I just can't see Swansea keeping a clean sheet. Like, I know they kept one in the last few weeks, but yeah. like, like I said earlier, it just feels like a...
1: An anomaly. A, yeah,
0: an anomaly where it's like, how did they not concede?
1: Uh, a beautiful 5.30pm BT Sport. Have your cup of tea and your dinner too. Newcastle host Leicester.
0: Oh, that's not beautiful. You lied to me, Natalie. <sighs> Why have you done this?
1: Like, I haven't got time for this. I can't believe you've done this. I literally haven't got time for this.
0: Yeah, this is kind of the...
1: Don't catch me on a Saturday when I'm not doing anything with this boring-ass fixture. This is a
0: kind of upsetting Saturday where I'm like, I might actually just go out.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know things have got bad if we're leaving the house. Uh,
0: Yeah, yeah. that's, I mean, that seems like a tailor-made Leicester win. Yeah. There'll probably be a shock, though. It'll probably be like Newcastle 2-0 or something. I don't know. But yeah, yeah I, I mean, Leicester have been quietly getting about their business, got two wins yeah. this week.
1: But all of this mundaneness makes way for Super Sunday.
0: And it is a genuine Super Sunday Genuinely once more. Genuinely Super.
1: Um, so midday kickoff. Are you going to be up?
0: I don't know. What is it?
1: Southampton Arsenal. Oh, yeah. Got to watch my boys. Got to
0: watch Lacazette in action. No
1: doubt that'll be a BT sport. Yep. Glorious. Yes. Um, interesting. I assume Arsenal will do the goals.
0: I sure hope so. The way they've played, I would call this a comfortable sort of 3-0 three, win for Arsenal. Okay. Which it's... is, considering the way I've felt this season about Arsenal, very optimistic. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Come on, you Reds.
1: Aren't they both red?
0: Come on, you redder reds. (laughs)
1: Uh, Quarter past two, Sunday afternoon. The Merseyside derby.
0: Ooh, that's got to be a good one.
1: Liverpool host Everton. Yeah. Goals.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so I'm really, really tempted to uh, switch Kane to Salah for this, because surely, surely.
1: You know you can't do that.
0: No, no, I mean (laughs) captain. Oh yeah! I was like, you can't. No, no. <laughs> That's not how this works. <laughs> so you know, just got him in. I I'm torn because there's the whole thing of Kane getting you know a week's rest before this game, which and Stoke being shit defending. Right. It's that versus Salah being really really good, and this being a narrative klaxon. Like, <laughs> it's the Merseyside derby guys. Like, yeah. embrace the narrative. I think I'll probably stick with Kane just for one more week. Uh, if if he doesn't do it this week I'll be like Head in hands Okay I'm As keeping you But you're not going to be my captain And you'll
1: keep him For the rest of time
0: Yeah I, I, there's, I'm not getting rid of Kane Like there's no No way Regardless Because okay. I know he'll hit form Very Eventually. soon But It's the captaincy That's the question right. At the moment And This one is a really Tricky toss up Because I, I think they're both good options For different reasons mm-hmm. um, But yeah I think this would be the last one And then the following week, Spurs have Brighton. So Brighton have been strong defensively. I don't necessarily want a captain game for that. But yeah, that's that's got to be a, a tasty little game, I think.
1: And The final game of the weekend, the Manchester derby. Oh yes, um,
0: please be good. Please be good. And you know, this is I've been waiting for this moment because I just have this gut feeling that City are going to destroy Man United. And you know why? Why? Because. Arsenal had 33 shots against Man United. Mm-hmm. They had a lot of clear-cut chances. And Man City, they've been like beating teams you know, with last-minute goals, just with pure efficiency. Mm-hmm. If a Ma- Man City face that Man United side that lets that many chances on goal get, get through, surely Man City are going to finish them off.
1: It's not what the internet's saying. The internet reckons Man United are going to have it.
0: Are you serious? Mm. Who's the internet? I
1: don't know, just everyone on the internet. It's a height thing, I think. Yeah, so they're very tall. Right,
0: Okay, so the narrative for this is that Man United uh, are going to score from set pieces because Man City have conceded a lot of goals from set pieces recently. The thing is, Man City are going to have, like, 80% possession. I just can't... I can't see them scoring. If Man United play the way they did against Arsenal, they are going to get destroyed. And... I think we're going to be looking at Sane and Sterling as very, very good options after this weekend again. I mean, this this is going to be the one, the make or break for Jesus for me. I think I'll probably get rid of him regardless of what happens, even if he gets a hat-trick, because i want Lacazette so bad. Um, but yeah, I, it's just my opinion. I could be horribly wrong, but I don't think they're going to get away with playing like they did against Arsenal. Okay. We shall see.
1: Mm. Uh, clean sheet cup. All right. right. Oh, I didn't mention also, before I forget. Okay. Not only our cup, but... Oh, the, FBL the cup! Cup starts in game week 17. But, to qualify for the FPL Cup, you must finish in the top 4.1 million people in game week 16. I
0: swear I'm going to screw it up.
1: I'm sure you'll be fine. Um, there's one year I didn't make the cup, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh and for anyone who's like what are you talking about hmm. the cup is basically just like an extra thing alongside it's a head to head league yeah. that
0: starts um, a knockout head to head league that starts yeah in, game week, 17, in yeah. game week 17 and basically you have to beat the person you're randomly matched up with yeah. on that week
1: I've never made it past two rounds
0: yeah this is the problem right like this, <laughs> this is what I was super worried about like Hazard i like if someone else has Hazard and he scores oh. a hat trick I'm going to get knocked out like week one yeah <laughs> I don't um, believe
1: anyone ever makes it further than two weeks in the cup. I don't know who they're. Like, <laughs> yeah, no I, one wins it ever. I've never seen anyone make it further than the second. Yeah,
0: week. I remember last year there being like some people on Reddit being like, "Yeah, I'm still in it," and I was like, "Screw you guys!" Like
1: it's February, no one cares if you're still in the cup. Y-
0: you know what though? I'm just so glad it wasn't this week. The qualifying was because I finished four point six millionth.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh, that's rank, so bad. Which
0: is just so so bad. Obviously, like Hazard, Otamendi, uh, Morata, all players that I didn't have. Yeah.
1: Just, oh. So well. just bear that in mind. Make this one a good one. Yeah.
0: Good one. Uh, yeah, best of luck in that.
1: Clean sheet cup, Daniel.
0: Um, I'm going to go for... Do you have something in mind yet?
1: No, uh, I think you get to choose first.
0: Okay. I'm going to go for Chelsea against West Ham. Again, your third yeah. going week going for Chelsea. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah. So I got one point from it, which what? is good. Yeah,
1: yeah. So we didn't. Neither of us got points the weekend, but we both got points midweek, which we were pretty stoked at. Yeah. Um, I um, I don't know. Uh, I might go for Palace.
0: Oh, I like it. Why not? Trust in Sacco.
1: Yeah. Why not?
0: Well, I hope Palace get another clean sheet because I'm loving those those big eight pointers from old Mamadi. <laughs>
1: Uh, that's all that's all from me cool
0: fantastic so if you want to drop us a little email uh, maybe maybe some advice maybe you just want to tell us what a great podcast we do you can email us at hello at thedenalysis.com you can also follow us on twitter
1: you can at thedenalysis you can tweet us too if you Mm. don't want to follow us you can just tweet us but I mean really please follow us because otherwise we don't know
0: we don't know you're a great guy if you're not following us it's true and uh, you can also rate and review the podcast. You
1: can. Please do that on Apple Podcasts.
0: Yeah, yeah, it'd be nice. It'd be nice to shoot up those rankings. Yes. You know, if we're not getting green arrows in FPL, at least give us some iTunes green rankings. For sure. Green rankings? <laughs> green arrows. We'll take it. <laughs> whatever it is, we'll take it. We will take whatever. But anyway, best of luck for the week ahead.
1: Yeah, game week and, uh, 16.
0: Just just remember, don't, don't knee-jerk. Don't go freaking crazy, you know? Hazard... He might blank this he week. He might be a hazard. He might be a ha- maybe that's it it's in his name. Anyway,
1: thank you for listening guys. Until next week, Bye. probably Monday. Bye.